Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, August 17th, 2017. I'm Broadway World's Matt Timonini. James saw Celia Keenan-Bolger and Anita Gillette in Parallelogram last night, so I'm on my own again today. So I decided with that extra freedom that since there was so much major Broadway news on Tuesday and not nearly as much of anything of consequence on Wednesday, that I would take a little more time than planned with our friend Kevin from Broad Wasted and get a bit more in-depth about their star-studded radio play, Broad Wasted Away. It's really fantastic. I love it. Before we get started, though, I want to be clear that I am not just blowing smoke because he's a guest on the show today and the entire Broadwaisted crew has been on today on Broadway before and we're friends. That episode is truly fantastic. To be honest, it made me a little bit angry that I didn't write it myself. Uh, If you haven't listened to it yet, go over to the Broadwaisted feed wherever you get your podcasts and listen. Episode two will be coming out this coming Tuesday and then episode three the following week. Over at Broadway World, the Broadwaisted crew gave us a few behind-the-scenes stories of some of their big-name guest stars from Broadwaisted Away. It's really funny. Check that out. We will have a link in the show notes at broadwayradio.com if you want to check that out. Okay, here's our conversation. Okay, I am joined now by Kevin Jager from the Broadwaisted podcast, who is the mastermind behind this incredible <laughs> pro- I don't know if masterminds the a, a no, good no, word no, for you this say or that not. again I like that I like that yeah, mastermind <laughs> he is kind of the wonderful wizard of eyes uh, behind this incredible project that they have over on their podcast feed called broad wasted away it is um, kind of part radio play kind of film noir I think on Broadway world I described it as like film noir with jazz hands perfect description too yeah it's 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 fun it's got all of the elements of like the Maltese Falcon and stuff like that but it is very much broad wasted one thing uh, Kevin that I think is important to say first is that this is you know a fictionalized story but there are a lot of tie-ins to previous episodes of broad wasted so for people who have been longtime listeners they have some rewards and some Easter eggs, but it, it is not exclusive to people who just have been listening. It is a great place for people to get introduced into what it is that you guys do on a weekly basis. A hundred percent. I think when we decided to undertake this project a couple months ago and really started to flesh it out, one of the things we wanted to make sure we did was throw in a few Easter eggs for our loyal fans who have been in with us for the begin from the beginning and for some of our big milestones. And so we really wanted to kind of give like our hat off to them with some great jokes. But at the same time, like you said, we wanted to create such an original story that people who didn't know the show as well could step into it because they wanted to hear their favorite stars being a part of some kind of almost like a, a underground play they get to be a part of. And I feel like that is we wanted to make sure that the original story reflected both audiences that we knew would be coming into this. Well, and both of those audiences, whether they're longtime listeners of Broadway Street or not, chances are they're going to be theater fans. And per the huge with Broadway Street, your co-host and kind of the star of, of Broadway Street Away, Brian Plofsky, he helped you punch up some puns. So there are plenty of puns and Broadway jokes in there as well. Yeah, it was it was really funny because that what I would literally the process would was me writing out the script for that episode and then sending it to Brian and he would just go through and find all these spots where I hadn't even thought of just changing a word here or there and all of a sudden <laughs> it's a musical theater song and we actually have been joking that we 
would love to have like a contest of how many puns actually are in this script oh. because I have no idea, but I know that it's an astronomical number. What I think you should do is you should have a contest for all your listeners to go once, once every episode is released to go back and try to write down every musical theater pun in there. And whoever can name the most of them should get, I don't know, lights of Broadway pack or something because uh, there are so many. It is, it is so much fun. I loved it so much. So before we get too far, why don't you just tell the listeners, if they haven't listened to the first episode, which came out this past Tuesday, tell them what exactly Broadway Stood Away is. Sure. So Broadway Stood Away is a three-part radio play. It's a very, as you said, kind of like detective noir, kind of um, City of Angels-esque kind of feel, where the story centers on the Broadway Stood Crew, specifically Brian Plosky, the host, because Kimberly and myself have recently disappeared without a trace after going to see a uh, matinee of Dear Evan Hansen. And so Brian is trying to find us, uh, but we won't be found. So the oh, story, Lord. I know <laughs> Brian has become a rundown <laughs> private detective and all of a sudden a beautiful, mysterious friend of the show shows up in his office with a clue <laughs> to finding Kimberly and Brian gets sucked into this crazy underground world of mystique and intrigue and a plan even bigger than anyone knew imaginable that Brian has to go up against to save Broadway and save the world. <laughs> oh, Lord, we haven't gotten to some of that yet. So that sounds good. So you mentioned that um, a, a friend of the show who will remain nameless, one, because you know, I don't want to spoil the surprise, but two, I know in the script, you didn't actually mention her name, even though she mentions it, which is a nice on running gag uh, that you revealed in one of the uh, exclusive notes behind the scene notes uh, in the Broadway World article that we published earlier this week. Yeah, it was it was really funny when we were writing the script, because when we first started, we decided that I was going to write a script, like we said, with an original story. So I wasn't going to tailor any parts specifically toward anyone. But the second I sat down to write this person's voice just immediately came in my head. So I ended up putting their name into the second line of the script and we automatically knew that this person was going to be involved. They've been involved in the show a great deal throughout the episodes, a little spoiler for those who can look back and think who it could be, mm -hmm. but we wanted to put it for her. But once we knew it was her, we even talked about changing the character name, but I thought it was hysterical to leave a pivotal character as named female one just i just think that's kind of goofy and it just was a thing that stuck so it was kind of a thing we all laughed about in recording and then we decided it was too funny to not share with people as they listen absolutely well you mentioned there's there's as you guys call them hashtag friend of the show um there's a lot of them in this uh first episode and throughout all of the episodes and we can talk about who some of those people are um without trying to spoil things but there's everyone from like the great Michael Cerberus, Tony Winter, James Monroe, Iglehart, who kind of serves as your narrator. Jeremy Jordan shows up in that first episode. Uh, Queen Leslie Margarita, many, many more. But how did you kind of approach people? You've had a ton of great guests over this first year and a couple months since you guys launched. How did you go about booking these people to be a part of things? And did you write the script and then try to tailor parts to them specifically? Or did you write things and say, I've got to go out and get Leslie to do this. I've got to get Haley Podshun to do this. How, how did you kind of determine who was going to do what? So once in that first uh, couple pages, I had decided to tailor that one specific first part for a special someone. I it, that just kind of started 
like tumbling out of control. And by the time I was done with the first script, I was basically writing for specific people, even before I had asked these people. And uh, we kind of, in true Broadway fashion, went balls to the wall and just wrote the entire script. And then I just sent people the script and said, hey, we're trying to do this new cool project. I don't think, like, I've not heard of anybody really getting in depth in this. So would you like to jump on board? If not, I totally get you're busy. You're all very, very busy, amazing people. And surprisingly, everyone got back very quickly. Everyone. Everyone who we asked got back to us and just loved the script and just thought it was a fun idea and made time. People were recording it. I mean, we had people coming after their performances on a Friday night to come record because they wanted to make sure they could be involved. It was such an unbelievably humbling and amazing thing to have these people jump on board. And then the little ad libs here and there that they brought to the script that, and just their amazing performances that elevated it. It just took Broadway away to a whole new level for us. That's awesome. So these, they, I was wondering as I was listening, because of some of these people that, um, are involved in Broadway Stood Away have been guests on the regular show fairly recently. So I wondered if maybe they were, this had been something you'd been working on for months and you just had them record their bit when they were doing the regular show. But it sounds like a lot of them, if you might've done that for some, but a lot of them came in and did separate recordings then. Correct. So a lot of people came in and did separate recordings. Um, So that was, it was just amazing for people to step in and help us out like that. The, we did do a, what we called our new clip clip show. And mm-hmm. that, uh, a little behind the scenes, that was comprised of people who were recording with us for Broadway Stood Away. Oh, who right. we did, hey, do you want to just do 10 minutes of a show with us and play a game? And that was partially because we had just gone through a whole recording process. So we just pulled out a beer and we're like, let's have a beer and chill. And why don't we just record? <laughs> That's per- I wondered where that came from. You guys did yeah. that a month or so ago. So yeah. very cool. All right. So we've got one episode down. It's a radio play in three parts. The second episode will come out this coming Tuesday. Can you give us a, a, a little bit of an insight into my, who might be involved in that episode? Are you able to say that without spoiling anything? Um, so I, at the end of the episode, we kind of gave a little hint when we said uh, everything's coming up Roselle. Yeah, um, obviously. So we do know that Robbie Roselle will be showing up in this episode. I will also say that a another big Broadway podcaster will be showing up in a pretty pivotal role coming up. I think I know who that is. She's a she's a good woman, Charlie Brown. Yes, she's an incredible person and does a great job in this show. And so we're really excited to have her part this as well. All right, all right. Keeping things close to the vest. I like that. That's good. Um, so you've got this coming Tuesday and the following Tuesday. I, I guess my kind of kind of to wrap this whole thing up. How does this project kind of impact or how does it fit with the rest of what Broadwasted is? You guys have been doing this show now for a year, a little more than a, a year, and it's fun and it's people who sit around and drink and play games. But to me, I think by doing something like this, it almost seems like it's literally expanding what your little show is to being something much bigger. Is this something that might be a new, I don't know, platform? I mean, I guess I just, are there plans to make Broadwasted more than just sitting around, you know, drinking with some friends and then maybe a little thing like uh, Broadwasted Away now and then? Are you guys planning on doing more things in the future? Yeah, I mean, I think I think what's been exciting for us with Broadwasted has been just the experience and the joy of sharing the love of theater. And Broadwasted Away, for us, first and foremost, 
was a way to just share our overwhelming love of theater. Those puns and all those references in there are in there to make our fans laugh, but they're also ways to recognize some things that are iconic in all of our minds for those of us who are theater fans. And so that was definitely something we came into that with, was wanting to kind of just overwhelmingly share that experience. And I think the response that we've gotten just even in the first day has been so strong that and just how it was the process going through it. I mean, uh, beyond just being podcast hosts, uh, I'm a playwright and lyricist, and Brian Plosky is as well, and Kimberly works in a, a management office mm-hmm. and a producing office. So this is like theater is in our lifeblood as well. So it was a great way to kind of marry what we do off camera or off uh, recording with what we're doing in the podcast. So I think this is definitely something with the response and how much how much love we had when we made it that will probably appear again at some point in the Broadway studio lineup. All right. I, I'm officially on board as a fan of all of these weird, crazy projects that you do. I'm putting <laughs> it down now. Uh, if, if there's any way I can help, let me know because this is, uh, it was so great. I loved every minute of it. I didn't know what to expect going in because you didn't really say exactly what it was. Yeah, um, we were trying to keep our cards very breasted for this because we were so excited. And I will tell you, as it goes on, things get more and more juicy and amazingly absurd. So be prepared <laughs> for things to take twists and turns on top of twists and turns. So it gets more absurd than in the first episode when a certain Tony nominee and current TV star yells, suck my crutch. It gets more <laughs> absurd than that, is yeah, what you're it, saying. Yeah, I mean, that, that's that's not even the deep end yet. So okay. <laughs> I died. I was in the car when I was listening. I laughed so hard when he said that. Uh, so, many of the, so many of those takes, you, I can still picture, like, it was like me and Kimberly and Brian sitting back biting our lips, like white knuckling on the table to keep from laughing. It was, there were a couple that we actually had to leave the room. Michael Cerveris coming up has some, a couple things that he added in that I actually had to leave the room so that he could record it and not have it ruined because I couldn't stop laughing. Well, because you don't think of Michael Cerveris as like, you know, a, a gut busting comedy guy. You think of him as a serious actor playing all these deep parts. You don't think of him as being a, a comedic guy. Exactly. And we had gotten to spend some good time with Michael when we got with the episode. And then after mm-hmm. we recorded, we hung out a little bit more. And then we got to go see his concert of his show and see him after that. So we've actually got to hang out with him a little, a little bit and get to know him. And he is w- one of the most lovable, goofy men. And he brought that kind of goofy charm that you don't get to see on stage with him to this. And it was really incredible to kind of get to share that side of him as well, because he's a very funny individual. Yeah. Well, I, I've kept you longer than I wanted to, but but Kevin, thank you so much, not only for talking to me, but for doing this because I've enjoyed it so much. I think, as I was telling you off air, that I listen to a lot of fiction podcasts, but they're all kind of like supernatural and myth kind of things with these big conspiracies and stuff. So to have one that was funny and specifically about the theater community really, really made me happy. And I can't wait to see what happens with the next few episodes and what you guys do in the future. Oh, thank you so much. People can find you guys at, um, obviously, they can subscribe to Broadwasted on you know Apple Podcasts and wherever they get podcasts. But where else can they find you on the social medias and stuff? So they can find us on Twitter, on Facebook, and on Instagram at Broadwasted. So that's Broadway, S-T-E-D. Perfect. All right. Well, Kevin, thank you so much. Congratulations. And uh, maybe whenever your next project comes up, we'll talk again then. Sounds good. Thank you so much. 
All right. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter at BWW Matt. And subscribe to Something Like a Pop on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. We'll be having a new Listapalooza coming out this week. So you don't want to miss that. All right. James and I, I believe, will be back to end the week together on Friday. So we'll talk to you then. 